friends, and How I Met Your Mother. I'm David. I'm Natalie. How are you, Natalie? Uh, I'm okay. You feeling better? Uh, slightly. I'm still a little congested. Got a bit of a cough. Yeah. But I've been sick for the past two weeks. Yeah. What if I actually didn't know all this? <laughs> that, that'd be strange. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're, um, it's Monday that we're recording. Mm-hmm, recording on a Monday, yeah. We had a fun weekend. We really did, yeah. Um, yeah saw some friends, had some food, saw a band. We yeah. Did some... Trying to stay posy. The news is bad. News is always bad. Yeah, but... sure. Trying to, yeah, yeah. We got a lot to be, you know, thankful for. Yeah. Right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> um, How are you? Oh, uh, I'm glad you asked. I'm like in a good. I had a really like pro- productive day at work today. Oh, I love that. And so I feel good about myself productive. right now. Yeah, I feel productive, and that's a good feeling. Good. Uh, we are the biggest dorks. Um. <laughs> yeah, should we just scratch this episode so far and uh, record? No, I don't think so. <laughs> do, you really th- do you really think we should? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. We got too much to get to. Okay. I got, uh, I got some salmon I got to put in the oven later. Ugh, gross. Well, the salmon doesn't stink up the place the way the cod does. That's yeah. the one that really... Yeah really bugs you is when I make my quinoa cod creamy tomato sauce dish. I like the quinoa part of it. It's just Except I make it with uh, <clears throat> chicken stock. Yeah. Well, this is such a boring podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> I think maybe we need to be like in worse moods to podcast. Like maybe we're too like content right now and relaxed to be good at podcasting. <laughs> yeah. I don't think we're ever good at podcasting. No, you are. No, you're you're the best, as we've learned. Uh, people like your recaps better than mine. Speaking of which, we recap. This is a show where we watch an episode of Friends and an episode of How I Met Your Mother. We recap them, uh, but we also compare and contrast. We have a bunch of segments. And uh, if you're new to the show, welcome. It's going to be a good time. Uh, but um, so we're on season four, episode fourteen of Both Friends and How I Met Your Mother. Um, season four, episode fourteen of Friends is called the one with Joey's dirty day. And season four, episode 14 of How I Met Your Mother is, I have completely drawn a blank on what it's called. Possimpable. It's called Possimpable. That's right. Uh, We're going to put a pin in Possimpable, if you can imagine that. And we're going to start with season four, episode 14 of Friends, the one with Joey's Dirty Day. Uh, so Joey's going, th- he's, he's at his apartment now, uh, going through his fishing tackle and Phoebe is, uh, laughing at all the funny, funny names of the, of the fishing tackle. Uh, Ross is playing around with a, uh, a fishing pole and he knocks over a lamp. So at first I thought that Joey and Ross were going on a fishing trip together, but Ross is just fucking around. Joey and his dad go on a fishing trip every year. We learn, um, but Joey's excited <laughs> To go on the fishing trip with his dad, but also he's excited when he comes back because he's getting—he's been cast in a Charlton Heston movie. Yeah. He's going to act opposite Charlton Heston. Um, Chandler, by the way, is still moping about um, after uh, Kathy cheated on him, or did she? Um, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because I think—I mean, it seemed like the things he said to her made it seem like. Yeah. They were over. Yeah. So I don't think... I'm not really mad at Kathy here. Yeah. Maybe she... I mean, she rebounded quickly, but that's fine. So did Ross. <clears throat> I'm yeah. still in the camp that Ross did nothing wrong with Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who was also... Um, 
uh, what, what you and I were just oh, talking we just about recently. Um, oh, the episode of Seinfeld. Oh, she's a maid. <laughs> yeah, where she's Jerry has maid. a maid and then starts sleeping with the maid and then she stops cleaning, but he still pays her when he comes home <laughs> when she comes over. Yeah. That's Chloe. Yeah. Uh, Angela Featherstone is the actress. Uh, all right. So uh, Chandler's moping about. He's still in his sweats. He was not leaving the house. Um, he there's a little like funny moment where he and he and Joey bond over both having been like uh, cuckolded by Kathy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, and then Joey has this whole theory, Barney style almost, um, about the phases of grieving and mm-hmm. uh, grieving a relationship specifically mm-hmm. in, in Chandler's in phase one, which is the sweatpants and not leaving. Yeah. And he's just, and, and, and Joey just wants to be back from his fishing trip in time for phase two, which is strip club. Yeah. Um, which I think I say this every time strip clubs come up. I am 40. I'm a man. I'm 40. I've never been to a strip club. Right. Yeah, I think we've talked about this on the on the pod, but I have. I know, but like at a certain point, is it embarrassing that I haven't? Like, should I go? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I think, like, we can go to Jumbo's anytime. That's I not know. a strip club. I've been to Jumbo. Yeah. I know, but okay. I'm just saying, like, isn't that good enough? Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Jumbo's, for those who don't know, is a, a like a bikini bar mm-hmm. here. Like, so but it's they like, do dances. They perform. Yes, and there's but they per- just don't take their. There's yes, poles. there's poles, they're you, bikinis. They dance for tips. Yeah, they just don't take the clothes off. Yeah. Yeah, that's good enough for me. Yeah. All right. Because, um, I mean, if you go to an actual strip club, you can't drink. What? An actual strip club where they're naked, you can't drink. In if, California? If they're fully nude, you don't get to drink. Or at least that's been my experience. Maybe in California. Wow, why are people going to these strip clubs then? Well, just there's usually look? a bar next door. So in the case that I, the one that I went to, it was like there's a bar that w- very much like a jumbo, it's like a bikini bar next door to an actual like fully nude. Oh, okay. Strip club. Um, maybe that was just the rules that the one that I went to. Yeah, listeners, call to action. What are your uh, experiences with strip clubs? Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's that's the whole uh, cold open. Then we get into, like clockwork, this is episode 14, which means there's a new opening title sequence. Right. It's a whole bunch of different clips. Yeah. Uh, it seems to happen every season at episode 14. Um, and then we, we get to, uh, tell me if I'm wrong about this. This isn't exactly new set who dis, because we've seen Rachel at work a lot. But this time we actually got an establishing shot of Bloomingdale's. Yeah. And that seemed, but like I said, I'm always taking notes while I'm watching. So maybe it's been happening the whole time and I just didn't notice. But I don't remember ever seeing like the Bloomingdale's like sign. Yeah. Before we saw Rachel's work. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. What is that called in a scene? Establishing Uh, shot. New establishing shot. Who dis? Yeah. New establishing shot. Who dis? (laughs) 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 Um, So she's still... uh, Dressing Tate Donovan, Joshua. Yeah. Uh, there's a joke about um, his hands being large, I think, mm-hmm. because um, she's trying to get a glove size. Yeah. Do you know your glove size? That's the, I have no idea what my glove size is. I've never bought, like, no. sized Like, I've bought, like, medium or large gloves. No, I, but I think I would buy, like, a child's glove because <laughs> I have small yeah, hands. Dainty, dainty little hands, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've never bought, like, fancy gloves. 
Um, there's a, <laughs> I don't know. Someday we should, if this podcast continues after we're done with these shows, Will and Grace should be in the running for one of our shows. Mm, okay. But um, uh, there's a running joke. Uh, <laughs> Bobby Cannavale plays a cop that Will is dating, who more than once has let a crime happen because he's been overly distracted by a nice pair of gloves. <laughs> That's very funny. <laughs> um, I like that Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, yeah, he's he seems like a good uh, a good egg. Um so uh Rachel's boss, the the Brit, um asks Rachel cuz hit her his niece, is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Uh is in town. Her daughter. Was it daughter or niece? I can't remember. Um, and is about Rachel's age, and he's got them tickets to see Deflator Mouse. Um, and Rachel says, yes, she'll go. And then almost immediately, Tate, Donovan, sorry, Joshua, uh, asks her if she wants to come to his new nightclub that he's opening. He's like the same night. In, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so she agrees to both without thinking. Um, and then there's another Seinfeld type joke where the British guy says that Dee Flittermouse has two of the three, two out of the three tenors, three tenors. <laughs> stolen from Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, back at the apartment, Chandler has decided he's not only is he not getting out of his sweats, he's not even get out of the, getting out of the chair. Joey comes back from his fishing trip and he stinks. Yeah. Um, he hasn't showered in three days and there's another reason we'll get to it in funniest moments. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, uh, Rachel is trying to get someone to go with, uh, Emily is her name, um, mm-hmm. is the, the niece to go with Emily to the opera instead of her. Uh, no one can. The only person who's free that night is Ross and he's not inclined to be doing Rachel any favors so that she can go hang out with a guy, but, uh, she convinces him. Um, yeah, well then, so, um, my first thought, I'm glad that the writing was better than this. Because I thought, like, he's he's insisting he doesn't want to go. There's a knock at the door. I thought, oh, okay. She's going to be hot and he's going to be... Oh, but okay. it, Yeah. But, I mean, and she is yeah. a very pretty lady, but that's not what happened. She yeah. um, is in a terrible mood yeah. and um, is awful to everyone. Yeah. But Ross uh, still goes. Uh, the actress's name is Helen Baxendale or Helena Baxendale. Mm-hmm. I didn't know her, but... It's very similar to my name, Bax. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. If you married her, would you change your last name to Baxendale? Because it would almost be like a hyphenated name, but it would still no, it be would your be name. Baxendale Bax. <laughs> That's what or we would do. Bax Baxendale? Bax Baxendale. Yeah, whichever one she likes. Yeah. Bax Baxendale. <laughs> um, uh yeah, so it's the next morning. Joey still stinks because he was so tired he fell asleep. He just went right into his room. Yeah, and didn't shower. And now he's late for his movie shoot with Charlton Heston, and he reeks, uh, so it's bad. Um, Rachel didn't even see Joshua at the club, but she uh, did get into a fist fight in the, in the line yeah. outside. Yeah. Um, uh, Chandler is ready for the strip club. Uh, even though it's like nine in the morning and he says like they have a breakfast buffet, which is like, is that true? Like, I know they have food, right? <clears throat> I, I don't know anything about strip clubs. I'm such a dork. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm the wrong person to ask cause I've only been to the one and there was no food. Okay. Or maybe there was, and I just yeah didn't order any. 
Yeah. I remember there was a... I know there's, like, cool vegan ones in Portland. Yeah. Yeah. So they must have food if they're vegan. What else would be... Oh, no. Yeah. They yeah. have, like, full... They have, like, brunch. They have, like... Yeah. There was... When I worked in at a video store in Chicago, it was, like, mostly a porn store, and there was a uh, bar up the street. Um, I'm not going to say the name of it in case it's still around. It's kind of a douchey bar. And they had a brunch thing that they called smut breakfast and they would like have porn on the TVs <laughs> during brunch <laughs> and they would like come get their porn from our video store. That's fun. I never went. Seems like a good time. I don't know. Nah, it seems like a funny idea, but yeah. Um, all right, let's see where, where was I? Uh, then Ross calls. It turns out he and Emily had a blast deflator mouse and decided to go off to, Vermont for the night. Mm -hmm. So they're like in a little uh, B&B. Um, I wonder if it has um, separate taps for the hot and cold water, like on Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I uh, hate when they do that. I hate like I don't taps. like that. Yeah. yeah. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Because you want to be able to like modulate. You yeah. don't want to have one or the other. You want like warm water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which one are you going to wash your face with? Are you going to wash your face with frigid cold water or you're going to scald your face off with the hot water? You want yeah. something in between, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> listeners, call to action. Do you like... Uh, hot or cold water? <laughs> no, do you like sinks that have separate taps for hot and cold water? I feel like no one would. Well, you never know. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, man. We never heard, I, I forgot I had a little, like, notes app that I was putting calls to action and correspondence things in. No one has owned up to having a blanket, blanket fort kink. Oh, man. <laughs> Just me, then? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's see. Sorry. Um, Where are we? Vermont. Yeah. Sorry, I'm doing too many things at once. So Ross and Emily are at this. in Vermont. Yeah, uh, Rachel's not happy about it. Um, but Monica and Phoebe are happy to take Chandler to the strip club and be his guy friends for, for the day. Um, let's see. Joey shows up at the on set. The, um, Charlton Heston. The assistant director is put by Carlos Lacamara. Um, and he um, has... Uh, he's like Chris Farley in Wayne's World. He's there to give the exposition that Charlton Heston's dressing room has a private shower. Right. Because Chandler still stinks, and he's trying to blame it on Char Charlton Heston. We yeah. see him very briefly, yeah. Charlton Heston, in this scene. Um, uh, then um, we get to the strip club, and I'm excited to be at the strip club because they're playing Depeche Mode. Yeah, It's exactly. It's No Good by Depeche Mode. Yep. Um, um, New said who dis strip club. Yeah, yeah. So Monica and Phoebe are like becoming friends with the strippers, which is bothering Chandler because it's they're keeping him from being able to objectify them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah, they like are on like first name base bases. Yeah. Bases? Yeah. Uh, and they're like they're, sharing recipes or something. Yeah, convincing yeah. them to like go back to school for teaching. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um so then Joey's taking a shower and Charlton Heston comes in and uh, has a great scene where he gives Joey a, a, a pep talk about acting, but then threatens him. Yeah. Um, He's wearing a gun on a holster. 
Is he? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah. Oh, well, because he's in character. No. I think that's just always his default. <laughs> like Dave Bautista in Glass Onion. Yeah. Um, you know Dave Bautista is 54 years old? Um, doesn't, like, surprise me. Really? Yeah. You think he's younger? Yeah, I thought he was, like, my age. Hmm. I'm 40. No. Um, anyway, now I know you're going to disagree because we talked very briefly and then you wanted to change the subject last week about Clint Eastwood and like so Charlton Heston is another guy I don't like I mean obviously he's gone now but I never liked his politics always liked him hmm. always liked him as an actor but also there's a um, uh, there's a great story where um, he's in a uh, a movie called Major Dundee let me make sure I get the um, Major Dundee <laughs> that doesn't work. Uh, yeah, because it's yeah. <laughs> it's an actual. Okay, so he's, it's a Sam Peckinpah movie called Major Dundee, and um, Charlton Heston apparently signed up for this movie because he wanted to work with Sam Peckinpah. The studio hated what was happening and tried to fire Sam Peckinpah, and Charlton Heston basically said, "If you lose him, you lose me," and kept Peckinpah on the job. Um, it only worked for a little while because the movie, the studio still took the movie away from him when it was done and completely re-edited it, but. Uh, finally came out in the original director's cut in like 2005 or six. Anyway, so stories like that, like Charlton Heston was, um, one of those guys, I guess kind of like Tom Cruise is now. Who's like, obviously there are things that are terrible, about Tom Cruise, when it comes to the movies, he's like very dedicated to like making good movies and supporting filmmakers and stuff. And so I guess as a movie guy, I have that sort of soft spot towards Charlton Heston because I liked him as an actor and he loved movies and cared about making movies, but also uh, his politics were yeah. <laughs> really bad for like me. Like the whole like NRA president and like Reagan love of it all is a little distracting for me. Can't, yeah, I can separate. Over. Yeah. Yeah. It's, must be nice. Uh, Chandler did not enjoy the strip club. Uh, Joshua still hasn't called. Um, Phoebe de decides that, okay, so we're not good at being guys, but we're good at being girls and girls can listen. But then Chandler's the one who is listening to them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, because they're talking about the strippers they found hot. Yeah. Which and is phase three. He starts to picture himself with, in threesomes with his yeah. friends and strippers. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Um, uh, uh, for the first time in the episode, we finally are at the perk. Um, and Joey uh, is sad that he didn't get to go to the strip club. Uh, Ross is in a great mood about Emily. Rachel's still pissed off. And that's kind of the end of the episode, except for there's a tag at the end where it's Chandler's dream that I didn't think was very funny. No. Yeah. There's even like gay panic in his sex dream. Yeah, of course there is. Um, should we move on? Do you have anything else? Are there any other stray observations? Uh, Rachel was very violent in this episode. Punching a, a woman? She punched a woman and then she like threatened Ross. She was very. She's at her wit's end, I guess. Yeah. Um, funniest moments? Um, <clears throat> uh, when Joe. Well, I, I, I go oh, first. Oh, you I go, go first. Yeah. Uh, the reason I think I'm going to steal yours, <laughs> the reason Joey's saying that he stinks, he's like, I haven't had a shower in three days, 
<laughs> Plus, I fell in that big tub of worms at the paint stand. <laughs> yeah, it was mine. Um, I liked the like scene where like Ross calls Monica from the um, bed and breakfast in Vermont, and you hear Emily in the background. There's a deer just outside eating, eating fruit from the orchard, and then Ross is like, "I gotta go." There's a deer outside eating fruit from the orchard, and then Monica echoes, <laughs> "Ross is." Looking at a deer outside. Um, I thought that was very funny. Yeah, yeah, I liked that. Um, I liked... Uh, <laughs> um, Phoebe likes the Br- British accents. <laughs> she says, I love the way they talk. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> that's all she does. Yeah. That's all she does. Just, yeah. <laughs> um, that was perfect. Um, I don't like Charlton Heston, but he did say, like, um, like when, when Joey was saying, like, I stunk. Yeah. He's like, I stunk the place up. When yeah. we first started. Yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah, because he thinks... Yeah, we didn't he, talk about that. Yeah. That Heston thinks that Joey is saying... talking about his acting. Yeah, yeah. Well, my last one is also a Charlton Heston line. The first thing he says to Joey when he finds him in the shower is, put your pants on, kid, so I can kick your butt. <laughs> <laughs> Any more? No. Uh, friends that make it fashion? Uh, yeah. Um, do I start or do you... I start. Um, Ross is wearing... I only have one, and I don't know if it's good or just notable, but Ross is wearing, like, a tangerine tie over, like, a peach shirt. It's a weird color combo. Hmm. Okay. I like Monica's blue sweater with the collar shirt underneath. Okay. Um, also, um, I think Rachel's wearing a choker, which I okay. liked. Um, and then we get some nipples. Not really. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some protuberances. Yes. Yeah, um, that are presumably nipples. Yeah. Um, also, props to the props department. There's more Chinese food takeout containers on the table. Where? In the boys' apartment. Okay. And then people are constantly eating saltines. They're premium yeah. brand saltines. Yeah, Phoebe. I didn't know if it was supposed to be like because she's pregnant. We, yeah, we didn't even talk about her being but pregnant. Ross, I'm talking about yeah. And then Ross is eating them also. I thought maybe she had one of those like specific pregnancy cravings i don't know maybe um but yeah yeah we didn't even talk about phoebe being pregnant but she talks about that and like having morning sickness in the evening and stuff like that yeah that's why she couldn't go to the right to the deflator mouse yeah um i feel like deflator mouse is like a go-to uh comedy opera name Uh, i feel like i want to say it comes up in like dirty work the norm mcdonald movie i feel like people just like deflator mouse it sounds like a funny yeah. name for an opera it is a funny name uh what's under the umbrella um oh um like playing dumb games with cards <laughs> when they're oh, bored he's tossing he's tossing cards into a little cup like a oh okay it was a cup yeah i couldn't tell what it was yeah yeah um also like big big name guest stars yeah that's the only one i have here is big um, cameos animal actors of course who are like following chandler around <laughs> The apartment. Yeah, the chicken, the duck. Yeah. Um, gay panic, uh, even in sex dreams, like the dumb like battle of the sexes. Like women are good at listening and dudes are good at strip clubs. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah, um, it is. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Should we take a quick break then? Nat- Natalie, I- I've asked you a question. <laughs> uh, sure. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, we're back from our little break, and we're ready to talk about How I Met Your Mother, Season 4, Episode 14, Possimpable. Possimpable. Now they take it away. Uh, okay, so we're at the apartment. Everyone is opening fan mail from when Robin worked at Metro News 1. Right. I guess, like, she had boxes of it that they never mm. got through. So they're going through it. Robin's still unemployed. Um she is going to auditions, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, they're talking about what makes like a good um, like newscaster is a killer sign off uh, phrase. Yeah. Um, we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but as they're going through all of this mail, um, they get something or Robin gets something from the U.S. Department of Immigration uh, about her like work visa expiring yeah. and the threat of her having to go back to Canada. Um, we also get a uh, flashback to 1998. They're eating pizza in the dorm. Oh, and this is where we... Okay, they're, so they're talking about resumes. Yeah. They're talking about resumes and they're helping Robin like brush up her resume because she has to go to an audition. That's what I have. We yeah. just watched it yesterday and yet I... Have yeah. forgotten it. Um, so they're talking about resumes. Um, she needs to fix up her resume. They're going to help her. Um, then they start talking about their resumes. So um, Ted's resume, um, he notes that he was Dr. X at the college radio. <laughs> he was a college radio DJ. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and then we watch Robin's newsreel, which is like very, very Canadian. Yeah. There's a lot of like Canadian references and like slang, and everyone like jokes that it looks like the worst place in the world. Well, is it is any of it in your funniest moments? Uh, no. Okay, because I really liked she's the the clip of her in Canada. She's broadcasting like from the middle of a snowstorm, and she's like. Uh, but the ice fishermen aren't going to stop them, aren't going to let this stop them from observing this August 1st tradition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, in Marshall's resume, he's embellishing about being like a, like a dunk champion. Right. And Lily's resume is her eating um, 29 hot dogs at the Coney Island yeah. like, hot dog competition. Um, but then we get to see... Um, Barney's video resume from videoresume.com <laughs> Barney's video re and it's just like absurd and he's just like speaking all of these like vague terms and in different accents yeah. and he's in different scenarios and sitting in different um, extreme locations and then he offers to help um, Robin create like an impressive like newsreel. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, we learned that uh, Barney 
has dancer dancer's hip and it wasn't <laughs> no like, Marshall yeah Marshall so it wasn't an injury like he gets an injury and it wasn't from like dunking it was from dancing too much so he has dancer's hip yeah um, which is a shock to Lily and everyone um, he's embarrassed about it um, Barney makes some gross joke about like well he's like helping Robin put together like a her real and he makes a gross oh, joke yeah. about already having like lots of footage of her, which is very, very creepy, and I didn't care for it. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, just out of like being a low point in Robin's life, she tries out to be the lottery girl. And the lottery girl is basically just someone who kind of like sexily reads the lotto <laughs> numbers. Yeah. Um, and she can't even get that. So she's yeah. depressed about it. In the uh, audition, it's Seth Morris, right? Yes, yes. Um, very, very funny actor. Yes, yeah, he's great at the audition. Yeah. And who's sitting next to him? The guy's name is Reagan Burns. He's been in a lot of stuff, but I couldn't he's like pinpoint one thing I knew him from. Yeah, so they um, they don't like her presentation of how she's like. <laughs> they're like, can you make it a little more wry? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's like. 16, like she's trying <laughs> yeah. to say it in a wry way, but yeah, um, we don't really understand what that is all about. Um, so yeah, we get like a dose of everyone else's resume. Um, so Robin just like gives up and resigns to move back to Canada, but then uh, Barney comes through and he actually like sends her reel to like a bunch of different news stations. And there's that, like, whole joke about, and then they told me to leave. But then they said, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, all yeah. of these, like, kind of, like, surprise outcomes. Yeah, he keeps having these, like, the ups and downs in his story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he edits a resume, um, and it works out. Um, Ted edits his resume. He takes off the um, Dr. X yeah. um, thing. Um, Marshall edits his, but then Lily like doubles down on hers and eats 33 hot dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and adds it to her resume. Um, and then there's a little, um, like tag at the end of, like a flashback tag when like Ted's trying, Ted as like, um, Dr. X is trying to like mount a protest about the meal plan being racist. Yeah. At college. Yeah. He no never, one, explains. never explains. Never explains <laughs> yeah. it. No one ever shows up. And he's like, no one ever shows up to my happenings. <laughs> and that's kind of the end of the episode. And I'm uh, sure I missed stuff in there. Uh, no, I just, I, I feel like they really, um, even before we saw, saw the clip, I feel like they were really highlighting Robin's Canadianness. Like she says, sorry. Yeah. Even before that. Yeah. yeah. And she also says, sorry. Um, uh, a, a phrase that, uh, I hear Canadians say sometimes and I never think of when they say um, she she says before I moved down here. Yeah. Which is because like, there used to be that um, used to be a show called the L.A. Complex that was a Canadian show, but it was about Canadian actors. I mean, it was all fictional, but Canadian actors like moving to L.A. to try and get careers and they all lived in the same building. That's why it was called the L.A. Complex or whatever. But they would say like. Um, you know, I've been down in LA for how many years? Like people, like I don't even know if people from like Portland say down in LA or 
you know what I'm saying? So like, it's interesting to think, I don't know. I moved down here. It's just not something you think of someone saying about New York city when you're from America. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I guess unless you're from like Maine or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's sort of like, uh, when we used to watch when it still uh, existed, uh, chopped Canada. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Because uh, it was Dean, what's his name? Yeah, um, Tori Spelling's ex-husband. Ex-husband. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, they would talk about like the East Coast. Yeah. And like in Canada, the East Coast means a different thing because it's like Nova Scotia and it's more like rustic and right. whatever. Whereas when when Americans say East Coast, they're talking about like you know old gray smoggy cities mm -hmm. and and stuff like that. It's a uh, they mean two different things. Yeah, uh, I kind of failed to mention that the the title of the episode, "Pass Impable." Pass Impable. So when like when Barney's like showing us his like video resume and then doing Robins, like he makes up a but he does these like hybrid words of like two different things, and he's yeah. just like throwing out meaningless words yeah. to kind of elicit like um, yeah. Like some some grandiose response. Yeah. Um, and I didn't write down like a bunch of the other ones. No, I don't remember them either. Created. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, the only other thing I want to mention is the the montage of them all updating their resumes at the end. The song was uh, it's called Waterfall and it's by James, the band that is oh, one of my, best yeah best yeah. known for the song Laid, which is one of the greatest songs one of, my of the nineties probably. Of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that 90s or is it 80s? I feel like it's early 90s. It's early 90s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I didn't really know this song, but it was a good song. So Waterfall by James. Yeah. Check them out. Uh, are we moving on to Funniest Moments then? Yeah. What do you Yeah. Um, well, just like um, when Robin like tries to play with different sign-offs, <laughs> she just starts like saying random words. One of them, recycling. <laughs> May your days be lit with dreams also like yeah. they're just absurd um <laughs> recycling that's funny recycling um i liked uh so a couple of mine are from barney's video so barney's uh barney is narrating the video but mm -hmm. he's denying that it's him because yeah. it's like oh yeah like he has an english accent but yeah. then the accent like switches from english scottish. to scottish yeah. And, like yeah so the switching accent is very funny yeah um we talked about when she's um, when Robin's interviewing for the um, Lotto Girl. The the two actors I for, I'm forgetting their names. Seth again. Morris and I think Reagan Reagan Burns. Yeah. So like all that. Robin's doing is saying the numbers, but he says she seems super mean. <laughs> <laughs> like when they're critiquing her delivery. Uh, all right. My favorite part of Barney's resume video was all the like resume type trust like buzzwords that yes. come, so like there's a guy jumps out of the plane and the parachute says trustworthy yes. and then there's i don't know because I, I think you might have you know how i always say i'm missing things on friends because i'm taking notes yeah i think you might have missed one because you were because i looked over at you and I, you didn't react but there's a tanker truck that says detail oriented on it and it falls out of the sky and explodes oh i did <laughs> yeah i kind of missed that but i did notice punctual <laughs> yeah that was very funny um lily says after like marshall gets his diagnosis um lily says why are you dancing so much and why don't i know about it yeah 
Well, because Marshall has this like secret. He dances in secret. He dances yeah. in secret, like in his office or when no one's watching. Well, that's funny. That's your next one because mine is right from that same conversation. Lily okay. says, "How much dancing are we talking about?" And he says, "I guess I'd say medium." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, when when Barney's doing Robin's like video, he wants her to. Break like fifteen bricks with her forehead. Yeah, and she's like, "I can't, I can't break bricks with my forehead." And and Barney says, "It's not nineteen fifties anymore. Yes, you can." Yeah, that's that was my next one too. So I'm out. Um, yeah, that's all I have. Uh, should we move on to how I met your mother, but make it fashion? Yeah, uh, I don't have anything except Lily looks more matronly than ever, and then I felt like. Was she actually pregnant here? I don't know. Let's find out. Well, this is because you early know when, 2009. She, when she eats all of those hot dogs, she has like what looks like a pregnant belly, and that's the joke. It's oh, like maybe she was. So I thought maybe the joke was like she actually is pregnant, and this is their way of like. That's very possible. Making it funny. Um, let's see. I'm on her Wikipedia. <clears throat> um, oh yeah. Yeah. She was pregnant. Her uh, first daughter was born in March of 2009. Okay, so she was probably like seven, eight months. Like she was quite pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's very funny. So maybe that's why her her clothing is even more matronly because she... Did you... I know... uh, You never watched comedians in cars getting coffee? No. Right? Um, It could be fun depending on the guest. And one of the guests is Julia Louis-Dreyfus. It was always fun. Right. Mm -hmm. And she talks to Jerry about a story. Uh, She said, because there's a season of Seinfeld where she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And she says, um, Jerry and Larry came up to her and said, what if we don't try to hide the pregnancy? What if we just have a storyline this season where Elaine gets fat? And she like burst into tears, and they were and they were like, "Oh no, we don't have to do it. It was just an idea." Yeah. But then on comedians and cars and getting coffee, she's like, "Looking back, that might have been funny." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, the only thing I noticed is that the the horizontal stripes this season are just all over the place. Because in the opening scene, Robin's wearing like a when they're going through the fan mail, Robin's yeah. wearing like a loose fitting like sweater that's again like purple and black and gray horizontal stripes that's yeah. really well, she can get away with it they were really on the uh on that on that horizontal stripe warpath yeah all right i've got a bunch of stuff under the umbrella yeah. um, um uh i'll start um uh just we see flashback lily and marshall and eventually flashback ted again so mm-hmm. all those wigs come back yeah from yeah. from college from yeah. the dorm life yeah um we already talked about like all the Canadian stuff of yep. Canada. Yeah. Here's something I didn't like um, that's also un- unfortunately a running thing. Uh, joking about Marshall being a girl. Yes. I didn't like in all of that because of his dancer's hip they were talking about. Yeah. And, they made a joke the at kind some of point. Gynecologist or, yeah. About yeah. like getting vaginal rejuvenation surgery. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, but I feel like in the, the fight when he didn't go out with Will Sasso and, and fight. Yeah. Didn't they also do a bunch of yeah. like, yeah, they're always calling Marshall a girl. Um, what else do you have? Um, well, Barney's ridiculous websites. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
you mentioned it, but it's a running thing. Barney filming women without their knowledge yeah. is not, this isn't the first time we've heard of him doing that. Yeah. 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 We get an awesome, we get a legendary, punctual, dependable. Yeah. <laughs> talked about. <laughs> um,. And the only, only other thing I have is just Barney loves Robin. Barney goes Barney to great Robin. lengths yeah. to to help out Robin to keep yeah. her around. Yeah. Yeah. Should we uh, look at similarities? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, we talked about guest stars. <laughs> Charlton Heston is bigger than um, the guest stars in um... <laughs> Seth Morris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess he is. Yeah, and he's also playing himself. Right. Um, well, here. Okay. So. Chandler is picturing the gals with other gals. And here, Robin says something about an audition. It was me up against two other girls. And Barney, like... Fantasizes about that. Yeah, yeah, I have that as well. Yeah. Um, Also, um, British accents. (laughs) Like Phoebe's... (laughs) (laughs) Oh. <laughs> I love the way they talk. Ooh. And then yeah, Barney's unfortunate British slash Scottish yeah, accent. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, oh, I forgot we're gonna have to play favorites. Wait, we're not done. Oh, there's more similarities. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, I guess uh, Barney's always talking about like going to strip clubs. Right. And yeah. girls like being good at stripping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, like uh, big songs, like you mentioned the the James song, and then there's right, the Depeche, Depeche Mode song. Yeah, yeah. Um, British. James is British, right? Yeah, it's British band. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also, just like the idea of there being like in Friends, this was very Barney, like talking about like phases and like having like different yeah, um, like yeah. categories of things and orders of things. Like yeah, Joey has like a. What's what I'm looking for? Like a hypothesis or yeah. yeah. This is yeah. very much like a Barney. Yeah, very much. Phases yeah. of breakup or whatever. Um, okay, should we do playing favorites? Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Friends. friends. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very uh, funny. It had Depeche Mode and Charlton Heston, <laughs> um, and uh, uh, I'm hoping that. I'm hoping slash assuming that Emily is going to come back. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. And then this is, yeah. You don't know like, about Emily? No, okay. I don't know anything about Emily. I've She'll be back. Never heard of her. Um, I also, I, f- oh, go on. Because uh, I was surprised that Tate Ted, Ted Donovan uh, came back, but happy to see him again. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, the How Many Rather episode had a bunch of jokes, but also the like dumb Marshall is a girl stuff kind of annoyed me. Yeah. And it wasn't just... And also coming on the heels of Three Days of Snow, which is we, which we both loved. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was a just okay episode, whereas this is a Friends episode was quite good. Yeah, and I also like you know because the Friends are often like, well, How I Met Your Mother does this as well, but it's kind of like uh, like slut shamey. Where I thought that this was like pretty like sex positive, like they loved going to the strip club and they yeah. had like a positive great experience and were supportive of all these women. So I yeah. kind of like to see that. And it, like, as like retrograde as a show is like, yeah. it just seemed more progressive than what I'm used to. It's, yeah. I mean, how many your mother has often been like, yeah, very slut shamey, yeah. which is especially your beloved Marshall. He's the worst. Yeah. Well, let's catch up on our correspondence, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I should have gotten it 
ready, but uh, listeners or friends true. and mothers are probably sick of hearing me say that. True Davy fashion. Uh, yeah, but uh, so let's see. Steph uh, reached out because um, we were talking about the uh, Willow from Buffy oh, yeah. wearing the same clothes. Yes. yes. As Phoebe, and so um, Steph came in with some through, came in came in with some new information that Cynthia Bergstrom, the head wardrobe stylist from Buffy, uh, mentioned borrowing things directly from the Friends wardrobe team, and, and Steph sent another picture of Sarah Michelle Gellar and Jennifer Aniston both wearing the exact same top. Yeah, I love um, that. Uh, and uh, and then. More specifically, Steph said, because we were talking about when I met Steph at Comic-Con, and she said, yes, it was 2011. That was the year nothing went right, and she didn't mind not getting to go back. So it was a bad oh, Comic-Con for her. Wow. I guess meeting me was probably part of the... That was, yeah. Yeah, nothing went right, including... Yeah. yeah. Um, she said she listens in her car. Oh, she also said, Roll Tide is a greeting as well as an exclamation. I do not care for football enough to go to the trouble of breaking a law, because I was talking about the... The idiot who poisoned the the trees oh, at the okay. on the Auburn yeah. uh, campus. Um, we got some emails too, but I'm gonna I'm checking real quick to because I'm pretty certain. Um, so uh, uh, Paige says that um, there's an upcoming episode. Uh, oh, I guess this was last episode aired on January nineteenth, two thousand nine, which was the day she turned fourteen. Um, uh, let's see Jackson so it was this, I love the ongoing conversation between Steph and Jackson on the sh- on the comic yeah. correspondence section. so um, Jackson says to Steph that uh, he loves his Bama rivals you have to when you grow up around them um, and then oh he says something else it's more about uh, yeah this stuff is more about battleship retention um he said, I told you once that Friends guest stars would reach the point of absurdity, and the one with Joey's Dirty Day proves that. I don't know if it was absurd. Charlton Heston? Heston? Yeah. Uh, and then he says, yeah, happy viewing and War Eagle. Uh, yeah, I think... Oh, I got so many tweets from... Because uh, we did a and a on the Battleship Retention Patreon, patreon.com slash Battleship Retention. So I have a bunch of tweets that are like, uh, about that. So I'm trying to get away from those. And then, uh, real quick, what is the date today? Uh, the day of recording? Monday the 30th. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you have any reviews? Uh, I'll get to that at the I don't think we do, oh, okay. but I'll, I'll look at the end. Okay. okay um, uh andrew says appreciated the shout out um my this is the one who had a friend who uh so he said my friend actually listened ahead and got a surprise uh following with the recommendations i'm glad you're visiting the city of brotherly love because we're going to philadelphia in in june uh he said oh yeah we talked about this so he said um not a cheesesteak place but chickies and pete's is a classic spot in south philly that sounds fun best cheese fries in the world um other great options as far as cheesesteak places you can get them just about anywhere but best is tony luke's 
he said, avoid Pats and Geno's, which is what I said. I didn't want to go to Pats and Geno's. Uh, those are touristy places. Um, two separate places, or is it called Pat and Geno's? No, those are the two, oh, like, okay. they're supposed to be, like, the warring places. Okay. But, uh, yeah. Um, uh, Reading Terminal Market is a great place for all kinds of food, especially the soft pretzels. We both like a soft pretzel. Yeah. I like every kind of pretzel. Well, not every kind. I don't like when there's anything sweet, you know? Oh, like cinnamon sugar what? But I don't even like a honey mustard pretzel. Oh. You know? Yeah. I like I like mustard. I don't like a honey mustard. Uh, oh, he says that. Okay. Andrew also says something he forgot to mention last time. Funny you always mention Nacho Daddy in Las Vegas. Yeah. He said he'd never heard of it until he moved to Atlanta. The only one... Well, here's the weird thing he says. He says, the only one on the East Coast is right here in Metro Atlanta, which feels very random to me as opposed to New York. Um, anyway, thanks and go birds. Uh, he's talking about the Eagles. Um, Atlanta's not the East Coast, is it? No. Yeah. It's the South. Yeah. And it's not on the coast. Yeah. Maybe it's in the Eastern time zone? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, love those notches. <laughs> we do love not your daddy uh and then jennifer says uh let's see oh, the, okay so she says she's those jennifer's from australia as we talked about uh she's a big please like me fan so she's loving the references to the pod as for winter decorations at christmas i think i've been sufficiently brainwashed by northern hemisphere media that it doesn't seem that weird to me yeah. i also associate halloween with autumn even though it happens in spring Go figure. But isn't there a thing, like, wasn't there a thing this uh, past October um, went viral, like, someone in Australia putting a sign on their door telling trick-or-treaters to go away because this isn't America? Right, right, And, like, right. so I think there are, so uh, we're going to keep this going, Jennifer. Yeah. Um, or any other Aussie li- listeners that we have. Yeah. Um, what is with the anti-Halloween sentiment? Is it anti-American sentiment? Yeah. In which case, I totally, totally get it. totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she says she definitely thought the Australian Open happened in Melbourne every year. She Googled it, and it looks like it moved or, uh, It moved around until 1972 when they decided to permanently hold it in Melbourne. So, once again, as I often do with our uh, On This Day segment, I am questioning the dumb website I chose to use yeah. for it because it always has things that are a day off or, like, yeah, like, why would, if the Australian Open has been in Melbourne every year since 1972, why would it being announced in 2008 be a big deal? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, all right. I think that might be it. Okay. Hey, if we ever, um, like Paige once did, if if you ever send us anything and we forget to note it, um, as long as it wasn't, like, you know, racist or sexist or homophobic or something like that, uh, remind us. Yeah. Yeah, send resend. it again. because Resend it. And then for this week... Calls to action were um, yeah, experiences with strip clubs. Yeah. Um, we can talk about exaggerating on a resume. Okay. We can okay. talk about uh, problematic faves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your... What's well, also, your... do you like uh, sinks that have separate uh, faucets yeah. for hot yeah. and cold water? And, then of and if you it's... do, what's wrong? Why? What is wrong with you? Why yeah. would you like that? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and of course, always it's fun to hear, um, what you're doing when you're listening to the pod. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Uh, okay. So are we on to, I teased it before, but we're on to my favorite segment to introduce, which is called, how were we doing? This is where we look at what was happening in the world in the days that these episodes aired. So season four, episode 14 
of Friends, which again is called The One with Joey's Dirty Day, aired on Thursday, February 5th, 1998. Um, uh, so Paige was uh, four? <laughs> Am I doing the... Yeah, yeah no, three. Okay. Um, uh, I had something here. Author Tom Clancy confirms he signed an agreement to purchase the Minnesota Vikings for slightly more than $200 million, an NFL franchise record. What this dumb website doesn't say is that he it didn't end up going through. Hmm. Tom Clancy never owned the Minnesota Vikings. He was part owner of the the Browns? I can't remember. He, I looked it up. He was a part owner, owner of, of something. Um, uh, also on this day, said, uh, Tim Kelly from the band Slaughter died. Um and he was only uh, like 35. Mm. Uh, top five songs in the U.S. on this day. Number five, Puff Daddy, Been Around the World. Number four, Savage Garden, Truly Madly Deeply, which goes... Number three, Leanne Rhymes, How Do I Live? Number two, Usher's Nice and Slow. And number one, Janet's Together Again. So season four, episode 14 of How I Met Your Mother, which is called Possimpable, aired on Monday, February 2nd, 2009. Um, Let's see. Eric Holder was confirmed uh, by the United States Senate as the attorney general on that day. So, uh, yeah, good for him. Thought I had something else, but that's good enough. Uh, Top five songs in the U.S. on that day. At number five, Taylor Swift Love Story. Uh, at number four, Kanye West's Heartless. At number three, uh, Beyonce. All the single ladies. All the single ladies. At number two, Lady Gaga's Just Dance. Uh, replaced at num- number one by Kelly Clarkson's My Life Would Suck Without You. Hmm. Which I vaguely remember that song, but I can't remember how it goes. I don't remember how I remember that goes. title. Um, Kelly Clarkson seems very cool, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen, um, you know, she has like a talk show now. Yeah. And she starts out every episode with a cover and she's covered like all kinds of crazy different stuff. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. 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 Everyone seems to love her and say she's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. We like Kelly Clarkson. We're pro Kelly Clarkson over here. Um, in fact, a friend of ours was in a commercial with her for Wayfair and said that she was a delight. Oh. Um. Yeah, I'm assuming I know which friend that is, but I don't remember the commercial. Um, I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, okay. Should check that out. He's just in the background. Okay. Okay. Um, wasn't he also once in a commercial? The same friend was in a commercial with um, what's become known as the Hot Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> From Wendy's. Yeah. Um. All right, uh, let's move on to our final segment, which is called Challenge Accepted. This is where we try to predict what's going to happen next week on both shows, armed only with the knowledge of the episode title. Okay. But first, let's see how we, do, how we did. Okay. Okay. I said Joey falls behind on the laundry and goes about his day stinking like a sweat, sweat sock and mm-hmm. it costs him a date. So I was... Yeah, I was off. I guess I was right, like about him stinking, even though I, yeah, that wasn't in the title. Yeah, so I was right about him stinking, but that doesn't—that's not enough. You said Barney and Robin's chemistry gets all stirred up again, despite the odds initially being stacked against them. I don't think that's what happened. No. I mean, we got a little bit of Barney loves Robin, but I wouldn't say there was much chemistry. No, 
Yeah. All right, so let's make our predictions, but I'm going to need you to vamp for just a second. Oh, oh. Um, Platinum-aged balsamic vinegar. Truffle oil duo. Whole colossal Kalamata olives. Four cheese scalloped potatoes. Okay. Truffle dip. Season four, episode 15 of Friends is called The One With All the Rugby. The one with all the rugby. There's a lot of rugby, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, we just learned from Bar Trivia last night that the... What was it? The 27 Rugby World Cup like uh, qualifying rounds were held in Papua New Guinea. <clears throat> I think we learned that from Bar Trivia. Yeah. I don't think that's going to help me here, though. We the, did win Bar Trivia last night. Yeah, we sure did. First place. Um, okay, the one with all the rugby. Who is okay? So they played football on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Does this have to do with Emily? Mm-hmm. Okay. Say that's a good guess. Uh, I'm going to say the guys, uh, okay, the fellas, the blokes, okay, yes, the blokes, fancy, um, no, I'm going to say the blokes cavalierly volunteer to fill in for Emily's mates on a rugby team and get a proper wallopin. Good one. Okay, so yeah, that's the thing. That's the, they think because they played football all the time or whatever, like, they think... Certainly we can... Yeah, we could do this. Yeah. And... And uh, uh, yeah, they they get they get their asses kicked. Okay. Which probably, of course, <clears throat> Ross is trying to impress Emily, so he's probably going to be really mature about that. Sure. Okay. Uh, season four, episode fifteen. Of how I met your mother. Of how I met your mother is called the Stinsons. Okay. Okay. The Stinsons. Um, so obviously it's a Barney episode. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, we only see like little portions of his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we, um, the first time we just saw her and, Without and heard her, we just heard her voice, and yeah. it was Megan Mullally. And she was but like we, smoking. But when we actually met her, it was, um, what's her name from uh, Six Feet Under, the mom from Six Feet Under? Oh, um, uh, Francis Fisher, yeah, yeah, sounds right. Yeah. Um, okay, is she gonna Francis com- Conroy? Francis Conroy, there is an actress named Francis Fisher, okay. Um, so I think the Stinsons are gonna come visit Barney in New York, okay. Um, 
And we're going to get to see... So, by the sense, you mean Barney's mom and brother? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, And brother visit. mm -hmm. And we're going to see some of that old... The Big Apple. uh, Barney's, like, sensitivity come through. Um, Oh, okay. And Barney's... And Barney regresses into his beta male state. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Barney gets beta. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's it then. We got to the end of the episode. We We did did everything we were supposed to do. Uh, You can find this podcast wherever you found it. Good good for you. You already did that. But you can also find posts for every every episode at battleshippretension.com. That's also where you can find my other podcast, Battleship Pretension. You can email us at the one where I met your mother at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Davy Pretension. Uh, and uh, I feel like I usually say a third thing, but I can't remember what it is. Um, Natalie, remind me where, remind the listeners where they can find you on the internet. Mm, well, they can't, um, but they should. Um Tell your friends, tell your mothers, if you like this episode, you should rate, review, subscribe. Um, yeah, you already have lots of calls to action. Yeah, yeah, let us know. Let us know. Um, give us a five-star rating, why don't you, when you open up the app. Unless you hate us. Yeah. In which case. Yeah, don't lie. Don't lie, yeah. But tell us why you hate us. We- yeah, sure, constructive criticism, constructive criticism, as yeah. Charles Stiles would say. We'll probably agree with you. <laughs> um, until next time, we'll see you at the Dumb Ol' Opera. <laughs> <laughs>